Hello, and welcome to our podcast, What Makes Them Tip, innovations that changed everything, where we hear from business leaders and entrepreneurs about the moment, insight, or inspiration that made everything possible, and ultimately push them over the tipping point. I'm Mike Strada, founder and CEO of Arcalea, where we inspire business change by introducing data science, formal analytics, and provide implementation from marketing. Moneyball for growth-oriented businesses, we say success is now a science. Stay with us, and at the end of the show, we'll share how you can be the next guest on one of the fastest-growing podcasts in the industry. And with that, let's get started. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of What Makes Them Tip, Entrepreneurial Innovations That Changed Everything. I'm your host, Timmy Bauer, and my guest today is Chris Roberts. He is the founder and CEO of Sterling Rhino Capital. Chris, welcome to the show. Thank you, Tim. I really appreciate your time and appreciate uh, the opportunity to share some value with the audience. Awesome. Well, I'm excited to talk to you. So just, let's just kick things off with tell our listeners a little bit about your journey in entrepreneurship and the origin story of your company, Sterling Rhino Capital. Great. Uh, well, my entrepreneurship started when I was uh, in third grade, actually, uh, <laughs> and just like just like most people, right? Uh, we've got the uh, the paper roots and the car washes, and I sold a little candy at school and and did all the all the great things that uh, we aspire to do when we want things in life, and and uh, mom or dad are not going to just give it to us. So that's that's where it started. But uh, I went through a lot of challenges as a young person. Eventually, was on my own actually at the age of fifteen years old, and was fortunate enough to come across mentors throughout my life that instilled in me uh, what it was all about to uh, problem solve, uh, create wealth, and uh, and make no excuses when you're when you're on your journey. Um, uh, they also taught me all about uh, reading books and self-educating. And that's what kind of led me onto the path of, of really building out a good sales career that led me to uh, multiple businesses and eventually landed me with Sterling Rhino Capital. Yeah. Okay. So you've had a, a long sales career and you've built multiple businesses. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, absolutely. Well, any any true entrepreneur by definition is is in the space of building businesses and then hopefully exiting them for a profit and then developing more businesses. That's sort of the the nature of an entrepreneur. For me, it started off with uh, building a sales career. That's really where I started to become a true entrepreneur thinking, okay, I'm going to go and build this business and sell products and services. And then from there, how do I exponentially grow that? Well, you will usually hit a ceiling when you're growing one business or you max out um, unless you're fortunate enough to develop, say, a franchise or, or exponentially grow in a space that has not perhaps been tapped yet, like a lot of the technological innovations we've seen lately. Uh, but in my case, it was a sales career that I knew was going to tap out at some point. So as I built that business and developed relationships, I really started to think about what's my value proposition to the world? Like what makes me different than other sales reps or businesses out there that are trying to do the same thing? And I really honed in on what I felt was my value proposition, what I could give people that most people either wouldn't put the effort in to do or just didn't have the skill sets in general. And that's how I started to really build out my business and then branch off into other opportunities, uh, which led me down the road of picking up other um, companies where I would rep them and I would get paid for that, didn't conflict with my primary source of income, invested in some brick or mortar, brick and mortar locations, and then eventually branched out into uh, becoming a partner in a software company. And I guess the, the, the point of this whole thing, this entrepreneurial thing is 
you know, you really need to figure out what your skill sets are and what kind of value you can add. And then don't be afraid to create multiple streams of income from that and diversify substantially because you might be holding yourself back if you stay down one lane. And I'll give you one quick example of that. One quick example would be, you know, everybody loves coffee. So you start thinking, well, I love coffee. So I'm going to put my life savings into a coffee shop and we're going to be great at it. Well, in my opinion, that's a mistake because you may not really be a really good coffee server, although you love coffee and you might realize that you're working within your business and not on your business or having your business work for you. So it's really important to just identify your strengths, your value proposition to the world, and then go out there and, and build that out and, and uh, create multiple streams of income. Awesome. I love it. Okay. Tell me the origin story of Sterling Rhino Capital. Sure. So Sterling Rhino Capital started uh, as a, a multifamily syndication business, but the early roots of that were buying and, and selling land. Uh, after the crash, I bought some fix and flips, uh, buy and hold rentals, led into duplexes. And at one point I realized that in order for me to grow exponentially, I had to scale. And really the only way to scale is to bring other people in with you to grow that business so that you can scale and offset the risks and costs. And the way these businesses work, mine, for example, Sterling Rhino Capital, is we go out and we bring a bunch of people together that want to passively invest in assets and get higher than average returns. So they're called limited partners. And then we, as the general partnership, Sterling Rhino Capital, the team of, of our team uh, consists of the managers of the assets. So we might have the acquisitions manager, the asset manager, the uh, CPAs and attorneys, uh, the CEO, who, who I am, and then the co-founder, who actually does all the analytics and, and systems and infrastructure stuff. And then we manage those assets for the limited partners. All of us invest, including the general partners, but the idea is the limited partners create a passive stream of income where they don't have to do any of the work. The GPs do all of that heavy lifting. And by doing that, we can bring millions and millions of dollars together and buy 100, 200, 300 unit complexes, uh, tangible assets that our limited partners could literally put their hands on um, where we can actually grow into that space and create multiple streams of income for our passive investors and the GPs alike. So that's how Sterling Rhino was born was out of a necessity to grow and, and exponentially grow and offset some of those costs. And the only way to do it is by bringing other people in. Awesome. What are uh, some unique ways that your company approaches the market and what are some innovations that you have uh, done in your company since you started a year and a half ago? Sure, absolutely. Well, if I may, uh, and I'll lead this into Sterling Rhino, but it, I think any good business starts with an individual or an idea, right? So for me early on, I developed a mantra and I lived by that mantra. I then lived below my means, right? So I, I, I saved, I drove the same car. Uh, I was very due diligent in the way that I wanted to go out and grow my business. The only way to do that was to have some capital, right? I needed to control something, which was spending. You know, I didn't keep up with the Joneses. I identified what my value proposition is, which we talked about a little bit earlier. Um, I developed a vision and a purpose. You know, why am I doing this and how am I going to get there? What does it look like? I next went out and I started outsourcing, delegating, and automating as much as I could. Okay. And then from there, as I started to develop systems and bring money in with these businesses I was growing as I led up to Sterling Rhino Capital, I would make it a primary focus to try to save 40 to 50% of my profits or income so that I could then reinvest that in other businesses that would create streams of income, 
right? Uh, so that I could diversify and secure my financial future. It's kind of like the legs of a table. If one falls, then you know you have three more holding you up. And that's really how I built my business. I, I, I focused on you know all of those factors and then went and made the money work as hard as I possibly could make it work. Uh, definitely harder than I worked for it, right? So now it's working for me and creating those streams of income. So the way Sterling Rhino came about was from those real estate ventures. And then as we built that business out, uh, we realized, okay, now that we're buying these larger multifamily assets, this is a space that we want to be in um, and we could create wealth for for others as well. Was there a period of time uh, in the last, you said you started a year and a half ago. So was mm-hmm. there a period of time uh, in that last year and a half where you felt like you were beating your head against a wall about something and then there was a tipping point towards success? Yeah, I think I think in general, the tipping point was really trying to figure out how you can automate as much as possible in order to scale. So you you have a certain amount of value that you offer for your skill sets, right? Uh, a good example I've heard as I've read many books is you know landscaping, right? It, it might it might cost you. Uh, $25 an hour to have somebody landscape when you're worth $95 an hour, but you're landscaping because you're not thinking about it. It's your home. And you have to make that, you have to, I guess, tip, if you will, or make that transition, shift that paradigm is the best way to explain it. You know, change your way of thinking based on your experiences uh, to start outsourcing everything that doesn't make sense for you to do on your own. And I think that the challenge in the business was realizing that like any business, we start out running in the wheel. And the idea is to actually build the wheels, right? So other people can run in them and you can produce from those wheels. And I think with Sterling, even it was the same thing. We first started, we, we look at this one asset and you have one or two people doing all the work. It's 400 hours a person to, to just get one acquisition. And then what happens is eventually as you start to outsource and delegate and grow your business, um, that's where you can really exponentially grow. Yeah. I've just heard that a lot of entrepreneurs have a very hard time getting out of the weeds of their own business. Uh, I'm still definitely on that journey because it's very early for me. So (laughs) so I I am the business, (laughs) but uh, I appreciate your insights, Chris. What, uh, what, what do you hope that listeners will get out of this episode? Well, I, I, I truly believe that we are all capable of, of building something great in our lives, you know, but we have to figure out what drives you. And, and I know a lot of people use that, the why and everything, but you really do have to think, you know, why, why am I doing this and what drives me and how do I get out of my own way so that I can realize that I am worthy of success? You know, what, what am I really good at? And if I want to build something great, how do I put people around me that are really good at other things so that we can complement each other? And just like I explained earlier, the exponential growth relies on, you know, systems and processes and automation and all of that. It also relies on putting good people around you. You know, you talk about that in relationships, you know, my wife, my husband, or whoever is my rock or in my business. Yes, it's the CEO, the president, the CFO, and all of them that help us do something great. So I would encourage anybody you know, go through those six or seven principles I outlined earlier uh, and and kind of try to build a framework for yourself and then get out of your own way and don't let fear hold you back. You know, Jack Canfield is famous for saying everything you want is on the other side of fear and he couldn't be more right. I mean, you, but you have to break through the walls of fear and put systems and processes in place in order for you to achieve those goals. I love it, Chris. How can listeners connect with you? 
You can find me at sterlingrhinocapital.com. And I encourage you all to download the uh, retirement calculator. It's the most dynamic calculator I've ever seen. My partner built it and it compares the stock market to multifamily real estate investing. You can find us on Sterling Rhino Facebook uh, forward slash investor think tank or YouTube. We have a lot of educational videos on YouTube and we're, we're here to help. We'd love to educate you and help you. And uh, we look forward to uh, hopefully seeing your success on a podcast or a YouTube channel someday. Great. Thanks for being on the show, Chris. Thanks, man. I appreciate your time. Thank you for listening to our show, What Makes Them Tip, innovations that changed everything. If you're an entrepreneurial leader and you'd like to share the inspiration that changed everything in your business or venture, please visit arcalea.com slash guest and a small request. If you've liked this interview, please help us out by sharing this episode with a friend or on social with the hashtag Arcalea. You can also help us out right now by providing a review in your podcast player and a thumbs up or rating review would help a ton. We promise to read every word and it helps us improve a little bit each day. And while you're at it, please also subscribe because every week you're going to be inspired and learn from other leaders in bite-sized increments. Again, my name is Mike Strada. Let's connect either on social or stay up to date on all things business at arcalea.com. Thanks again for listening and thank you for being part of the over 99% of America's firms that make up the entrepreneurial community. Until next time.